And so tonight, uh, as we begin to really understand uh, spiritual authority, that's really what I wanted to focus on tonight. That's really what I wanted our podcast to be about. Um, as we looked at Jesus, as we look at who he is, uh, and as we understand who he is as being the son of God, uh, that terminology uh, did not exist uh, before he made man. Uh, God was just known as Elohim. He was just known as God. Uh, there was no God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Uh, that did not exist before God made man. And the what's literally mind-blowing is that God knew that he would forever have to be divided in the way uh, that we understand is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. He knew he would have to have that kind of division uh, within himself um, before he made man. And he loved the idea of man so much until he literally decided to do it, knowing what he would have to suffer uh, the Bible lets us know very clearly in John 1 and 1, uh, in Philippians, the second chapter, 5 through 7, in John 14, 28, in Hebrews 5, 7 through 9. Uh, the Bible lets us know uh, very clearly uh, what he did, what he had to do. In Hebrews 5, 7 and 9, it says, Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers, and supplication with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him. God saving himself that from death and was heard because of, of his godly fear. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Literally, God called himself a son to God. That is how much God took out of himself. He took out of himself to such a degree that nature, the nature, the animals, the rivers, the springs, the flowers, the mountains, the hills, everything bowed to God. Everything, all of creation bowed to God. Birds and animals and fish, everything was subject to God. And he's so divested of himself coming into this world until nature in and of itself did not know him. The Bible says when he came into the world, he was so changed and so different that the world did not even recognize him. He was not recognizable. That's how much he took out of himself to become the son of God to die for the sins of man. Can you imagine he became the worst thing that he could ever think about, ever dream about? He became his own, his own worst enemy. God became sin, what he hates more than anything else. And he did it because he loved the man and the woman that he had created. That is an amazing thing to think about, is that he did all that from love. 
That's when the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. We sometimes don't fathom and don't understand that when the Bible says he gave, that he gave everything he had. He left nothing out. He gave everything. He gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting He did it so that we might have everlasting life. It is an amazing thing to think about that the creator of heaven and earth would give up everything. Angels serving him. If we want to put it in time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, constantly at his beck and call, being served, never have to leave his throne. God was and is creator of all, but he literally took it all off because of a man and a woman. God is amazing in and of himself, all by himself, nothing else added. He's amazing. And men have the nerve to come up with every other thing and call it God. So because we don't want to submit to the power and the authority of God, and he still loves us to such a degree that he says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly, that while we hated him, while we spit in his face, he died for us. And that is amazing. The verse 9 of Hebrews, the fifth chapter says, And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. He did it all by faith, through faith. He did everything he did for mankind. He did it by faith. When he said the just shall live by their faith, he was the first partaker of the fruit. He believed God. He's so divested of himself that he had to believe that when he died on the cross that his father would resurrect him. He believed that by faith because he had taken everything that called him God off. And he went into the earth, the Bible says, for three days. But on the third day, he got up. His faith was not frustrated. He got up with all power. God raised him. His father raised him and gave him a name that is above every other name. Any name you could call that at the name of Jesus, God will force everything in creation to bow at the name of Jesus. Why? Because he wants to give us an understanding of what he did, of how the sacrifice that he made. In John 1, the 1 and 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Everything on this planet, God made it. There is nothing in existence that God did not make. God made it all. He made everything that exists, everything that we see. He made it all. 
He put the raw materials in this earth for man to create the computer. He put the raw materials. He's the one that gave man the knowledge, the skill, the will, the know-how, the drive to create and to make in the way we have created, made, the way, the things that we've done. God is the one that gave us the knowledge, the will, the know-how, the mind, the ideas, all good and perfect gifts come from God, the maker, the creator of heaven and earth. In John 14, 28, the Bible says, you have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I'm going to the Father. That terminology, Father, it did not exist in eternities past, but it exists now because of the love of God. For my Father is greater than I. There was no such thing as God being greater than God. That, that did not exist. But it came into being because of the love that God has for us. And so that's what baffles my mind. That's what shakes me up more than anything else is that God did it all because he loved me so much. To such a degree, in Philippians, the second chapter, the fifth verse, it says, let this mind, be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What mind was that? The mind to understand that I am the son of God, that I am the son of the living God, that my faith in the living God gives me equality with God. By faith, I do it. By faith, he lives in me. By faith, he operates in my life. By faith, there is nothing that happens in this life unless it happens by faith. It's by faith in God that all are in God, and God are in all. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but he made himself of no reputation. He literally did it to himself. Can you imagine killing yourself for the sins of man, God killing himself, submitting himself, subjecting himself to death so that he could pay a penalty, a price that he did not do for sin he did not commit. He paid a penalty and a debt that he did not owe. He did it for us because he loved us. He cares about us. He's God. Taking the form of a bondservant, the form of a slave, and coming in the likeness of men. He came in the likeness of a sinful 
Lo, man, oh my God, with all of his frailties, all of his faults, all of his insecurities, he took on all of that because of the love of God. What kind of love is that? What kind of love takes on everything that calls itself wickedness, impurity, hatefulness, sickness, disease, all of that because he loves us. Oh God, thank you for loving us so much. Thank you for showing us the way. Thank you for giving us the right to be called the sons of God. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for the price you paid. And that is the glorious thing about spiritual authority. Spiritual authority, the foundation of walking in God's spiritual authority is obedience. If you want to know what will change your life, we talk about biblical answers for the hard questions in life. Some of us have some hard questions, but in order to get the answer, it's going to take obedience to the will of God, to the word of God, to the knowledge of God, to the command of God, in order for you to understand what you're dealing with, what you're going through in life. It's going to take all of us to obey God. And we can get to a point in our life where we feel as if life's not worth living, where we can feel as if that we have been forsaken, that we have been lost, that we have been left behind. And you can feel as if you are a failure. God is the one that is in control of everything that life has to offer. God is the one in control. And the same God that is willing to die for me, that is willing to go through all of the hell he went through for me, he will give me all things according to life and godliness because God is that kind of God. I thank him. I'm in gratitude to the creator of heaven and earth. I say thank you, Father. And sometimes we need to sit back and we need to ask God for forgiveness. Forgive me, God, for every complaint. Forgive me, God, for every time that I said something negative in regards to God. Because he did so much. He's done so much. He keeps doing so much for us. Until really, we have really nothing to complain about. Even though... We don't have everything we desire and everything that we want. And it doesn't look like our lives are measuring up to everything that we would need, want, and have. God still is good. He still is merciful. He still has tremendous patience and everlasting grace, everlasting power. He's long-suffering. And I thank God 
for who he is. For when I hated him, he loved me. When you hated him, he shows us love. And I thank him. I thank him for divesting of himself. I thank him for becoming son. I thank him for he becoming father. I thank him that he divided himself up in such a way that he gave me the right to eternal life with him. And so all I can say is thank you. It doesn't feel like it's enough. It, 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 to me, it'll never be enough. If we had 10,000 tongues, we could not thank him enough for what he has done in our lives, for what he does for us on a daily basis. And so I end my recording, I end my podcast by saying thank you, God. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. I thank you for being God. And I ask you to forgive me, to forgive us, God, for not saying a simple thank you. 